Hello, Allison. Hello, Amanda. Hey, friend. Happy first full week of school. Happy freaking first week. Cheers. Can I just mention something really fast? Uh, uh uh In May, we were like, at least we never have to go back to school. (laughs) And yet here we are. Like sands to the hourglass. So are the days of Here we are. Now I have bangs. Like, what does that say? I was trying to decide what you did with it, but I couldn't tell if you did bangs or if we were like going straight on back to like 1994. Like, is that a new thing? Or if you had gone with the mullet? Like, I was really trying to decide, but I see what you're doing and it looks adorable. Well, I'm glad that you like it. I honestly don't know what it is. I saw it on TikTok. It's called a Bixie. It's a curtain bang short haircut. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really understand what we're doing here, but I figured, because see, I was just going to cut it all the way off. For the listeners, my hair has been really, really short for a long time. Grew it out for my wedding because I wanted it to feel more bridal. It was perfect for my wedding, and then I was like, whoa, I can't live like this. Um, So now I cut it off again, but I figure mm, I'll try something in between it being completely gone and... Yes. So anyway, moving on. Moving on. We did not get our corporate jobs. We're back in education. We made it through the first week. I gotta tell you, okay? I have not made it through a first week. Hold up, hold up. Oh, oh, okay, okay. You made it for two days. Two days. We're two days in. Okay, I gotta tell you, I'm celebrating um, not feeling like um, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, for, for once, I feel like I've genuinely got a grasp on things. And then I'm like making headway. I have 190 students this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so to celebrate making it through that first week, I am drinking a Montaneo Prosecco Brute. Look at you go. Now listen, you know I love a good Ostis Pamonti that tastes like Kool-Aid. But the only reason I have this bottle is because my brother is bougie and he got some good wine friends. That bougie brother of yours. I had a bougie brother. And like before he left for Pennsylvania, he okay. left the bottle and said, good luck to you. Not going to lie. I could throw a little cranberry or orange juice in here and it'd be a little bit more um, pleasant mm. about the taste. But I'm not going to lie. It's all right. Ah! Do it. Who is that? My sweet dog. Sweet putter pups. What are you drinking tonight? Tonight I'm having a ranch water, a classic Texas bitch canned beverage. Um, I gotta tell you, this is my favorite brand of a ranch water. So, tell us about how it is to teach elementary. We talked with Cheyenne about <laughs> using icebreakers in corporate. I feel like this is such a Wow. Wide open portal to elementary. You know me. I'm not exactly like, like, I don't know a single young child who sees me and goes, yes, that's my BFF. I look 
like the kind of person that you don't want to hang out with as a small child. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. I do. I just don't look the way that you want someone. Like, I don't look comforting. I don't give off nurture. I give off resting bitch face. And Lady Gaga does Sesame Street. Yeah, it's really how it feels. Okay. So this is my version of icebreakers with my fourth and fifth graders so far, which is the only levels I'm teaching. So it's not like I'm teaching the first graders, okay? Okay, okay. I see the first graders. Small note, the pre-K through second graders, I mean, there's really nothing else to say other than, like, how fucking cute is it that their backpacks don't fit them? Right. Their backpacks are, you know, like twice the size of their back. And at our school, they have uniforms. So some of them, they're so small that their little uniform dresses, like, don't fit. It's adorable. So they've got this, like, huge backpack on, and then their little uniform dress is, like, pinned with safety pins. And they're, like, walking around the building just, like, staring. Just, like, where do I go? It's it's honestly adorable. You're in the headlight look. Yes, exactly. I had one kiddo this morning who was staring at me like this, just like wide-eyed, didn't know what to do. And I go, hey, what do you need? And then I was like, you idiot. Maybe start off with something like, good morning. But I said to this little four-year-old, hey, what do you need? You, You new here? Me too. Okay. So where are you going? Where am I going? Exactly. That's how I feel. I've even been asking my children, like anybody else new here this year. Yeah, same. Same. Me too. But Wait, anyway. Vodka in the teacher's lounge. No? You guys don't know? Okay. Exactly. I'm like, are you drinking today? How old are you? 10? Break it in early. Okay. Mama okay. Beer. Literally. Trying to teach them the ways. Anyway. So the only thing that I really have going for me with children is that children like it when you know their name. Oh, they do. And I am excellent at learning names. It's one of the only things that as a teacher I can say that I'm like genuinely good at. I'm very quick to learn names. Okay. So I impress them all with my name game. Okay. And it's not even them playing the name game because they all know each other because all the kids that go to my school go to school together from kindergarten to like eighth grade. But I learning their like just me learning their names impresses the shit out of them. So I start on one side of the room and I'm like, okay, Jackie, Farah, Mallory. Cool. Let me add two. And then I add two names. They tell me their names and I add two. And in 20 minutes, I get through the whole room and I can say all their names. And then whenever they leave class, after 45 minutes of class, they're not allowed to leave until I tell them what their name is. And now they love me. I'm like, is this what I have to do? Thank fucking God. Cause I don't know what else to do with you people. Because that's all I have in my back pocket is that I know their names. So I past that, I hope that they remember that first day forever. Yeah, because I got nothing, I have, that. I got I, nothing I, else. Mm-mm. No, I'm the teacher that's like, I'm going to screw it up at least four times. I might learn it by Christmas. Don't hold your breath. It's nothing personal. I got like 190 of you jokers. So if I get through like five of you a day, we're winning. Right? I think I'm having, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. And I'm going to come at you in the hallway and I'm going to be like, hey, sugar palm, boogie face, hi, little snickerdoodle, 
koala bear. Like I just start randomly naming things. Like I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Like I'll just be like, oh, you little lizard puff. And they're like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I like, I'm the exact opposite, but I feel like the terms of endearment and like they've changed. Like you yeah. can't see honey to like kids now. Like that's kind of no. creepy, you know, I don't like, like it. you know, yeah. I don't like, they don't like sweetie either. Sweetheart is like, yeah, sweetheart is a, at a borderline, like, you know, whatever. But I'm always like, hey, friend. Hey, hey, friend. Right. Hey. Oh, if I don't remember a name, it's hey, friend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or if the gender is really obvious, I'll be like, hey, boy. Hey, girl. Or, yeah. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. They like that a lot. Hey, girl, hey. Oh, hey. hey. Yeah. 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 Especially girl, when you're Listen, I'm going I'm to give you just a little piece of my day today. Yeah, send it. It's the second day of school. Uh -huh. We have a pretty, like, well-behaved campus because it's a transformation campus, whatever that means. Okay. This child kicks a girl out of her seat. Now, it's the second day of school. I don't even know this child's name. This is a seventh grader who I'm trying to figure out how to get her out of my room because I don't really like her. So I'm like, okay, did you pick theater? <laughs> Do you want to be in theater? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, shit. Like a tambourine. I know. I'm like, you know what? The triangle is really fun. You look anyway. like a triangle kind of girl. Exactly. Um, so I go over there and I did the, uh, the spatial method mm -hmm. of like, I didn't get in the middle of it because I don't know them well enough to start being all like in their faces about behavior. Nope. Especially because it is day two. Day two. Two. So I go over there and I stand in front of her. And this girl says to me as I'm saying something to the whole class, what are you doing over here? And it gives me eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Those middle yeah. school eyes? Those eyes. Yes, the, what are you doing in my space over here? And I'm like, you went to someone else's space. Anyway, it immediately makes me want to go into like hood teacher mode. And then later in the day after she left my class, I found out that she was also rude to my best friend teacher at this campus. Mm -hmm. Rolled her eyes in the bus lane. Mm -mm. And so my best friend teacher goes, oh, you want to roll your eyes? I can do this all day. Oh. All day. Day two, she pulled that out? Yes. Ooh, go ahead. And I texted my best friend teacher, and I was like, listen, I'm going to just take her off my roster and send my corrected rosters without her on it. And if they ask, I'm going to be like, she said she didn't want it. <laughs> Isn't that the way? Like, what if we could just take random kids off the roster? But then so I bet they take random teachers off their schedule too, which that's fine by me. I mean, do I'm, I'm literally at the point in life where I'm like, maybe that's the way we do this. Okay. So fun fact. So, um, you know, we, like I, I know we've talked about quiet quitting here a couple of times. Oh yeah, for sure. So I think there is a new catchphrase of quiet teaching. Okay. Like hear me out here. Okay. Hear okay, me I'm out. hearing. I'm hearing. I walked down my like it's a, a a middle hallway right middle hallway like and i have there's for 900 kids and 150 teachers there are two copiers on the campus okay 
Corporate we have one. This. Oh, okay. Well, cheers. For 845. Okay. You win. So barely. I'm going to the copier to get my 180 copies that I need of the syllabus. And I'm walking down a hallway and and I hear a lot of silence. Now, again, this is second week of school, right? And COVID is over for all intents and purposes in Texas. We don't believe in it anymore. What's COVID? What's COVID? Did it even happen? I don't know. I heard monkeypox was the new thing. Okay, cool. Well, they're not licking each other yet. But, like, there is a sudden, like, awe of silence. And hallways that would otherwise be loud, we have now focused on, like, really calming everyone. And I mean, like, I'm here for it. Like, okay, you want to calm some kids? We'll put them on the floor. We'll meditate. We'll do whatever. Yeah. But like in a regular curriculum classroom, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like it would be a little bit louder than that. And uh, one of my friends from another school has decided that she is doing exactly what the um, district gives her for curriculum, not going above not going below like right there at it like you know what you give me a government funded room i'm going to teach in a government funded room you give me a government funded curriculum i'm going to teach the government funded curriculum yeah so i think this element of quiet teaching has bled over into education and of course this is going to get old fast so you know in texas we're not allowed to um uh protest or strike or any of that business yeah um it's against whatever dumb constitution was created for that yes. but but nonetheless i feel like this is the silent way of protesting here in texas and That's i'm not saying i'm not saying what these teachers were doing that they could have had just really great classroom management i mean truly i admired them yeah. but when I talked to my other teacher friend from another campus and she threw this out here, I was like, huh, that kind of makes some sense. I mean, listen, I hate to be that person, but I've been doing that for a couple of years now. <laughs> you talk that way, but you are like one of the best choir teachers I've ever met. So don't even talk that shit. I understand, but there's like a way to be the best choir teacher you've ever met, but then also not be doing anything above and beyond what you're called to do. True. That's true. Like, I mean, like, I truly think that we are all coming to the conclusion that being a cog in the capitalist machine, it ain't all that it's cracked up to be. Yeah, I agree. And I think that like, for me personally, I was like, I mean, for me, first, it was the boundaries. That was the first thing that happened for me. Then the second thing that happened for me was I was like, okay, I mean, I love them, but I'm not going to spend the money I like earn on them. Like that's not money that goes to me. True. So then I stopped doing that. Now. So, so okay. So here's the other goal this year is we're, we're doing this big together movement, right? Like we're, everybody's on the same page. We're moving Better together. Better to freaking gather, okay? Now, there's a couple ways that you can get an organization to come together. I mean, after all, it's kind of been a study in my postgraduate um, 
thesis for a while of how to change culture, inclusivity, making sure that everyone feels engaged and appreciated and as they have a say in. Okay, fun story here. Okay. I choose to like boost my team's morale by doing like charcuterie Wednesday. Like I'm like, everybody brings something for the board. We're gonna have a little charcuterie, bring a mocktail if you want to. Like there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right, okay. Like I'm here for it. You wanna bring your Bloody Mary minus the vodka? Bring it on sister. You wanna bring a pina colada or a ocean wave from Sonic and pretend it's a pina colada? Bring it on sister. Like bring on your salami tray, gentlemen, not, well, that was bad but anyway um not like that but anywho you know like <laughs> like you do what you want to do throw it on the board we bring that salami if you have it um but a group of folks have started a new way of bonding are you familiar with the uh, netflix series how to build a sex room yes I love it and I'm worried about where this is going. Well, <laughs> I would like to say that they have started an HGTV group, but I would be amiss if I said that was the premise of their group. Nope, this group is how to build a sex room. And the premise is, how would you create this room if you were constructing it? And they're not talking about with each other. They're just talking about home interior decorating. Hold on, pause. I need to clarify something. Are these people on your campus? I cannot say. Are I these don't. professionals? These are professionals. And they are in education. I will say that. They have chosen to bond over interior design. Okay, okay, I can, okay. Listen, I don't want to shame it at all, because here's the deal. A, and I mean, I didn't even mean to laugh. If you're in this group and you're listening to this, I think that's wonderful. If you can find any way to bond at work, I gotta tell you, my most bonding experience at work so far, there's a lady, actually, it's my team lead. She's wonderful and honestly she's a curly haired blonde just like you she comes in to our classroom and starts talking about her friend whose boyfriend is exploring different versions of the leather realm cool and i was like that's wonderful i just was so glad that she could say that in front of me i immediately felt bonded to her bonded. in some capacity but not bonded. Bond, bonded, yeah. but not bondage. Thank you for making that clarification. Yes, bonded emotionally. Yes. Not physically. Correct. Thank you for clarifying. Hey, you know what? I think in this day and age, if interior designing a sex room is what gets you in a group of people chatting, so be it. So be as it. long as you are not hurting anyone or emotionally or physically cheating on your spouse that you have a yep. commitment with, mm -hmm. I have zero problems with it. Same, I think that's clearly, great. Clearly, you don't need to be talking about like, um, you know, the riding camel while there's a group of children in the room or, you know, talking about um, 
leather straps while you're teaching your first period. But, you know, maybe stay off the district server with any images or conversation. And maybe you, um, you take it outside when it gets to the rated R part. But I feel like if you are bonding with your friends over whatever it may be, if it does no harm to you, no harm to them, and it's appropriate conversation that you can explore together over a 30 minute lunch, cheers to you, bitches. Oh, absolutely. Like I got nothing to say, but hurrah for y'all. For real. And and I think that um I to tell you the truth, I think this is my opinion. I think that more people would come to lunch if you told them the topic of conversation. I agree. You know, like if you had, if you sent out, and I, again, I don't think that this needs to go on a district server, but like if you were like, hey, y'all, topic of conversation today, fantasy football. Anybody that wants to discuss fantasy football, meet us in the teacher's lounge. Anybody that wants to, you know, uh, talk about whips and chains. Teacher's Lounge. I will say one of the things I liked about the last campus I worked at was there were groups of teachers that just, that's the kind of stuff they did. There was an entire fantasy football draft day. Okay, you can be a little bit more specific about that because I was a little afraid you were going for the whips and chains. Oh, no, no. Draft day. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm with you. They were lit. We're coming to the end of our time. Yes. What is a drink that you would put, like if you could put a drink in a teacher's lounge this day and age that like would be there, like do a non-alcoholic version because I want to honor that too. I know a lot of people are, especially teachers, they, they get a little heavy handed and then they need to like tap it back for a little bit. So what is a, uh, a, a drink that they could put in the teacher's lounge that would either be a mocktail or some sort of like um, spritzer or something of that nature. But also you could add a little something, something to it. Like, you know, if it was an afternoon meeting, like off campus. You know, I know that this is, this might be a cop out, but honestly, I'm going with a ranch water in either mocktail form or in cocktail form. Love it. Mocktail form for me personally is a LaCroix. Like right, yeah. Like a lime LaCroix, I can pop that bad boy open and feel anew. Okay. And it's I not love a good ranch water. Yes. And then I think ranch water, specifically a ranch water if it's a cocktail, because at least to me, I really find tequila to be like it's not that it's like least inhibitive. It's that like if you have one shot of tequila. You're like, I'm feeling fun and fancy free and ready to get out into the world. So you can have a single ranch water in a day and feel like, okay, that third period class was not it for me. But fifth period after this planning period is gonna gonna be lit. lit. Nice. We're gonna still be able to do your damn job. You're gonna have a little spritz of citrus. That's health right there. Okay. And and the bubbles, you know, oh. the bubbles. So that's oh, great. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, sister friend, I think we've wrapped that right on up. I like yeah. it. 
You like it? Okay. I love it. I'm here for it. Okay, girl. Not too much sugar to weigh you down, so you can still have that extra class candy. Yep. So I'm going to say at this point, that's a great solution. And until next time, I'm going to pull them up. We're going to drink it down. Cheers, bitches. Cheers.